The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to a special live edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast live stream because the Saints 2020 schedule dropped today. We have a new computer, and as you would expect with a new computer for Saints Happy Hour podcast, we had major technical crises 30 seconds before I hit the button to go live. On brand. Ralph just, for- dro- Ralph just dropped off the call, and it's just Andrew and I talking to each other for five minutes. Until <laughs> we realize uh, Ralph's not even here anymore. Yeah, uh, I hope we're live. We'll see. Um, basically, the internet on my computer um, uh, dropped off. So, um, we'll see. Uh, so, the Saints schedule dropped today, gentlemen. That was exciting. Uh, the first thought of it, Dave, was Tom Brady week one. That was obvious. Uh, that wasn't my first thought, but okay. That I I figured that was obvious from the get go. I got I I I got a little gun shy on it because John Clayton said it was going to be all AFC NFC games to start. Um, yeah, he really nailed, he really nailed that one. You should have never doubted Underhill. Okay, when Underhill when Underhill speaks, you listen, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um So um the other thing Andrew Vegas week 2 on Monday Night Football to open the Raiders new stadium, of course, are there going to be people there? Are there going to be 15,000, 20,000, no one who knows. Um and my other thought with this the 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 schedule is this is uh Evidence piece number 8,072, Goodell hates the fucking Saints. They play on Christmas Day at 3.30. That is a nightmare for everyone. That's my problem. And That's my my beef. That was the glaring aspect of the schedule. Five road games in seven weeks. This schedule is just. I'm, I'm kind of hating the week six bye too. I, I I always hate the early. I always want it week eight or later. I hate the early bye. Is is your um, Dave? Is there anything else that that stuck out to you a lot about the schedule? No, I want to talk about the fucking Christmas game. I don't fucking understand <laughs> the NFL and Goodell. 
They're trying to fucking destroy marriages. They're trying to break up families. This shit is so fucking obnoxious. First of all, if Christmas falls on Friday, why aren't all the games just on Sunday? Isn't that what they normally do? Isn't that what they did last year when Christmas Eve? I thought it was the NBA's thing to do Christmas. Right. Also that. But, but like, why... It, it seems like they were just like, fuck it, let's put a game on Friday on Christmas Day. Like, yeah, Christmas Day falls on Friday. We could easily just make everybody play on Sunday uh, and Monday um, and, you know, no biggie. But no, let's just fucking like when, when Christmas was on Sunday last season or two seasons ago, didn't they didn't they move all the games to Saturday or something? Yes, usually when usually right. when Christmas is okay, on a Sunday, they play when, Christmas when Eve. Christmas Day. Wait, wait. When Christmas Day fell on the day that football normally is played, they went out of the way and moved the entire league and made the entire league play on Saturday. But when Christmas Day falls on fucking Friday, not a normal day for football, they're like, fuck it. Let's put it. Let's have two teams play on Christmas Day on Friday. What the fuck is that? Okay. And if they play this fucking game, I got to decide whether I want to get fucking divorced or whether and keep my fucking home game attendance streak alive. Uh, or whether I want to give up fucking 10, 11 years of being at every single Saints home game uh, and keep my family together. What the fuck, Roger, NFL? What the fuck? Roger Goodell, divorce, home record. Divorce is the obvious choice here. Yeah, I know I'm getting divorced. I'll start calling lawyers now. Uh, um, yeah, no, seriously, I can't believe that. Do they have another? Is the Saints, it. is it the only game on Christmas? It's the only game. They're, oh it's my. not like they're. It's not like they're blowing out and saying, "All right, let's do one game at noon, one at four thirty, and then one at one night game." It's the only game. If ever there was a time where Darren Ravel might have an opinion that I might agree on, it's probably on this. Darren Ravel probably agrees with me on this. <laughs> but as always, fuck Darren Ravel. Um, what, what this. The fuck? <laughs> I can, the, the, the... Friday? And also, also, so that's one of our quote-unquote primetime games. They're including that as the fifth primetime game. 3.30 is not primetime. I mean, yeah, I get it's the only game. It's going to be the game of the week, or it's the only game on that day. So it's a nationally televised game, but it's not primetime. you got to be after 6.30 to be primetime. They played, Chris, they, they, they have, the Saints have played on a Friday before. It was the last victory that Mike Ditka ever had as Saints coach. They played the Dallas Cowboys Christmas Eve, 1999, on a Friday. Jake DeLome threw for 300 yards. Eddie Kinnison caught a touchdown. The Saints beat the Cowboys. Um, so it's, The worst part about this is that I have Christmas Day in Baton Rouge every year, and I've oh. got to be there because we do, we do presents in the morning. So, you know, wake up first thing. We're going to have to do presents. And usually family gets there between noon and one o'clock, which is right around the time I'd have to leave to go to the Superdome. So even like, let's say, even if I cut it super close, one thirty is probably the latest I can leave. Allison makes a great point. Prime time equals dark outside. Right. Good right. point, Allison. <laughs> And even even uh, even in the winter, three thirty, it's still light outside. <laughs> can we can we protest this somehow? I mean, it, it's honestly, almost... it, it really pisses me off because honestly, it's now making me want to root for not games not being played, so that I don't even have to fucking deal with this nightmare scenario. 
<laughs> uh, remember when you were so pissed that they played Thanksgiving back-to-back years? And <laughs> then uh, the NFL the home, said, oh. It's the home Thanksgiving games. The away yeah. Thanksgiving games are a fucking blessing. Those are manna. That's manna from heaven. Uh, but the home games that you have to go to, that's what makes it difficult. That's true. If if the Christmas game was away, it would be a perfect... Oh, I would be in... That would, ex- that's exactly right. If the Christmas yeah. game... And that's exactly... I looked at... Then you can if, be present, but not really. Oh, forget it. Uh, yeah. Forget it. That's, that would be... That would, it would be the big greatest Christmas ever, or the worst Christmas ever, depending on how the Saints did. But uh, either way, yes, I was like... As soon as I saw the Christmas Day game, I was like, please be away, please be away, please be away. Fuck, it's home! <laughs> <laughs> you and every Saints fan. I it think. was like, you know. But if you're a Saints fan from abroad, or you know, you're a Saints fan that wasn't going to go to these these games anyway, then it's probably exciting, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, is, I guess, this, I guess the the really, the, uh... the 97 people in Malta that listen to the Saints to the Saints Happy Hour. Uh, in April, uh, they can be pretty excited about that Christmas Day game with the Vikings. Should uh, we, uh, since since we're number ten in Finland and we're 12. so popular there, should we start playing death metal? Black, no, but black magic metal. I mean, whatever. we do have this. Is it's not Finnish, but German Finland. It's all the same, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not that much difference, is it? Um. <laughs> We want to be. I want to be top twenty-five all across Europe, and I want to be top twenty-five on Chartable. That's my goal for the twenty-twenty calendar year. Um, now that we've discussed the abomination that is Saints Christmas football at home, Andrew, the rest of this schedule, I have to say, like the bye is not great, but the start: Tampa Raiders, Green Bay. That's a pretty difficult start. I have to say, the middle of this, when they play Detroit, the Chargers have a week off, Carolina at Chicago, they better go 3-1 and one in those games because after that, they play at Tampa, San Francisco. I mean, Atlanta, it's a rivalry game, so you never know how it's going to go. Then at Denver, at Atlanta, at Philadelphia, Kansas City, Minnesota home, at Carolina, that's the finish. That's a hard goddamn road to finish. I, I mean, yeah. To... I mean, listen, the Saints are a thirteen and three team on paper. The roster is very strong, and and that they're set up to beat anybody. So uh, the schedule doesn't scare me that much in the sense that if you're a good team, you find a way to win most of these games, hopefully. And whether it's ten or twelve or thirteen, I think they're getting to the playoffs. You know, the main thing I always look at personally, I mean, I'm always interested in the primetime games. I'm always interested in the matchups. And week one is always interesting. And Tampa was a predictable outcome. But the main thing I always look at is the cold away games. Like how much, how many potential cold away games do the Saints land? And there were three this year uh, that were were risky prepositions. Uh, Denver, Philly, and Chicago. Those were the three destinations that they could go this year. So that's probably what I was keeping my eye on more than anything. Uh, so Chicago happens week eight, November 1st. Um, guessing the weather, the weather will be okay at that point. You know, low risk, fine. low risk of snow. 30s. Yeah. 
So that one's not so bad. Um, Denver on November 29th and Philly on December 13th. Those are more concerning. Uh, those could potentially be snow games. Um, and so, you know, it's just when you look at the Saints, how they're built, uh, what they have a better chance of winning. I, I think this is maybe more unlucky, unlucky than they've been in recent years where I feel like they've only maybe been exposed to one road game like this. Um, but there's two this year. So uh, I would say that that's probably the biggest disappointment. And they're actually on the road for three weeks in a row because week 12 through 14, that that's the gauntlet. Every team has that little gauntlet period in their schedule. And with the saints, I would say, you know, week 12, they're at Denver cold game week 13 at Atlanta week 14 at Philly. So you're, you're on the road three weeks in a row and two of those games could potentially be with precipitation, wind, cold weather. Uh, so that's not a great stretch. I'd say it's a trade-off though, for getting uh, Kansas city and San Francisco, your two Super Bowl teams at home. Uh, you get green Bay at home. That's good too. Minnesota and you get Minnesota yeah. at home. So, you know, I mean, you don't know. Well, I mean, the, the end of the year, you don't know how being beat up the saints are going to be and how beat up Kansas city is going to be. But that to me, Andrew, the toughest stretch is at Philly seven days later, the chiefs, then five days later, Minnesota. Like, I mean, it's really week 12 through 17 is when it gets rough. Cause it, it, it's that three week period that I just said, yeah, where, where you're on the road three straight weeks, including two cold games. Then you come back for two home games, but it's in within five days of each other. And you got to play the Chiefs, who are the defending Super Bowl champion, and the Vikings, who left your guts on the floor the last two of the last three years. So those are two very tough home games. And then you've got to go at Carolina, which on January 3rd is not going to be – that could be a, another snow game. That's not a – going to be great weather probably so i mean i just look at week 12 to 17 those last five weeks is a pretty brutal stretch yeah and um you know dan, dan quinn's gonna be fired anyway so i'm not really concerned about the uh i'm not real concerned about <laughs> yeah. the. we I, said I, that last year and he's still hey, here thank thankfully but he thankfully he wasn't i i say it's 50 50 at best that he's the coach of atlanta when they play november 22nd I just, you know, um, I did enjoy if, if you're on Twitter, I recommend you check out the Falcoholic. I kind of hate follow them. And mostly when they tweet, uh, I like to read the comments, like the responses from Falcons fans. And a lot of times they're really negative. So it's great. Uh, and uh, I saw that the Falcoholic tweeted right after the schedule was released. Thoughts on the schedule. And most people are saying five wins, four wins. There's a lot of lamenting how difficult the Falcons' schedule is. Mm. Um, and so the sheer panic and dread uh, was just wonderful. Well, let's take a look at ooh, let's take a look at their schedule. Whew! It's that schedule. This is the this is the just looking at this schedule. This is Roger Goodell. He might hate the Saints uh, because he made made them play at home on Christmas. But this schedule for Atlanta, this is the let's get Dan Quinn fired by fired by Halloween. Seattle at Dallas, Chicago at home, at Green Bay, home to the Panthers, at Vikings. 
That seems like one in five. Or two and four. Yeah, I mean, three and three in that period would be very unfortunate. And then they go Broncos at Saints, host the Raiders, uh, you know, host the Saints. They they have – then they play Bucks at Chiefs at Bucks to finish. <laughs> Dan Quinn's getting fired. I feel it in my bones. Um they they sound defeated, the Falcons fans, right now. I mean, you listen to – I'm reading the tweets, and they're saying, man, Carolina and Tampa are going to be so much better, and the Saints are the Saints. Like, we're going 5-11, and 4-12. And I mean, it's it's delightful. It's, it, their spirit is broken right now. The Falcons played the Buccaneers back-to-back the last two weeks of the season? That's fucking weird. No, I two think they have th- a game in between. Two right? out of three. No. No. They play the Buccaneers on December 20th, and then they play the Buccaneers on January 3rd. Wait, yeah, oh, they have a bye. They must, no. Yeah, can you have a bye that late? You're an idiot. Dave, how much have you had to drink? in between. How much edibles have you had What schedule are you looking at, like Bob's? Are you looking at Bob's website? (laughs) No, this is straight from Google. If you Google Atlanta Falcons schedule 2020. All right, well, I'm on AtlantaFalcons.com. It is definitely. I'm taking a picture. Bucks, Chiefs, Bucks to finish the the year, which is brutal. Dave, can you please reference a website that – isn't a, a geocities. <laughs> this is G- geocities, not geocities. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking. Who so looks at should Google we? Schedule? Is it safe? Is it safe to pre-order my quad division championship T-shirt? Are we feeling good about it? The four... I think the only thing that's stopping the Saints from winning their division is the coronavirus. For the Bucks. For the Bucks. I mean, people. They had some a lot of people that were that are that were really negative about the schedule today, and and just negative in a way. Not so much that negative is like, why are they doing it? Because they're not going to play the games. But just sort of like, this is giving people false hope and optimism and will inf- one guy was like it'll influence the presidential election I'm not sh- quite sure how uh, like the NFL owners wouldn't want their money regardless of who the president is um, but right now I don't want to be too negative Andrew but how are you feeling about on a scale of 1 to 10 us getting a full NFL season how how positive are you about that right now? Uh, in terms of the games actually playing, yeah, uh, pretty confident. I would say more than fifty percent. Again, I mean, I've, oh, said really? this, I've said this a million times. They just have to get it on TV. But I just think if they have to kick the can and start the season a little bit later to feel safer, comply with whatever, they they could do that. But I. I well, I mean, it's not impossible. I mean, there is a history of shortened seasons. So, um, I guess when was the last time that happened? 86? 87. They 87. played 15 games because of the strike. Yeah. Um, so, but, but, 1980, yeah. but 1982, they had a nine-game season. 
They let 16 teams make the playoffs. Of course, the four and five Saints did not make it. They started three and one under Bum Phillips and didn't make it. Um, so, point is, the NFL, they'll give us something. It may be ridiculous and be like a six-game season and then playoffs or something, but Dave, they're going to give us something, I believe. But how do you feel about the whole schedule for 2020 getting played? What's your, what's your optimism? There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. 
I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Yeah, I think I guess I'm with Andrew. I, I, I think if there is a season, uh, first of all, wait, 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 I texted you guys the picture of the Falcon schedule on Google, you can clearly see the chiefs game is not on there. So I'm not crazy. Uh, <laughs> I think that um, I, I feel like if anything, there's going to be a shortened season. I don't see them playing a full season. I don't see them getting started on time. Uh, if they're going to only cut a few what, games, what, what browser are you using? Are you using like Netscape 2.0? I'm using fucking Google Chrome. I am a man of the times. Okay. Andrew Juge. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, if I was if I was like Ralph and I was making a promotional video for YouTube uh, for my podcast and posting it today, I would have fucking filmed horizontally and not in fucking vertical mode like a fucking schmuck, Ralph. <laughs> Turn the fucking phone sideways when you're fucking filming yourself. Jesus Christ. Um, so I, I see. I, I think it'd be a shorty season. I think if they're gonna cut. I think if they're going to cut game, a few games, you know, in the early part of the season, I think they're just going to cut preseason games. Uh, but I think they may have to cut more than that. You know, maybe they play half a season or something like that. Six games in the playoffs. That's crazy. That's like it's like you have to go undefeated uh, to win Dude, the championship. Dave, they did nine games. What's the difference between six and nine? Not much. Not much. Not much. I mean, I didn't. Re- I mean, granted, I was six years old in 1982, so I don't I remember it, but. When Don Shula died, it brought back, you know, I just was like, oh, they played the Redskins, and it was a strike-shortened season, and I Googled it, and I was like, oh, my, they played nine games. Like, that's nine, and, and had 16 teams make the playoffs and, like, all these weird combinations. So they'll jam – they'll give us something. Um, I'm I'm excited when the NBA just says, fuck it, and they do a 32-team uh, single elimination tournament to see who wins the title. And the Pelicans. Do you, do you guys think uh, Google removed the Chiefs Falcons game because they've just already decided the Chiefs have won? <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, do you think Google, ha- if you look at, check the standings and see if it puts the Chiefs at 1 0 and the Falcons at 0 1. Like, maybe yeah. Google has decided to just already award the game. Hey, Siri, what's the Atlanta Falcons record? <laughs> Siri, can you tell me what sadness is? They're, they're, the 2020 Atlanta Falcons. 
Wait, wait, uh, wait. But she says the Falcons are in first place in the NFC South with a record of... Hold Super on. It's, hold I know, on. I know. Wait, wait. Now, now let me ask her about the Saints. She better... She, she fucking better say the Saints are in first place, too. This better be a fucking tie. What is the New Orleans Saints record? Ah, <laughs> oh, you're lucky. Good. Here's, here's right. my right. question. If... The Wait NFL says we can't have does full. The Bay Buccaneers have? If the Saints say, if the NFL says we can't have full stadiums, right? But we're going to play games. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk. Okay, go ahead. I, I want so to talk about something. So, would you rather? Would you rather have twenty thousand people at the Superdome and be able to go to some of the games, or would you rather no fans and you get your money back? And you just watch. So everybody does, just how watches does, how does on that TV. Work? You have like four seats in between each fan. Well, if you did twenty, if they did twenty, let's say they do twenty-five thousand people, so it would be like every, every third seat. Yeah, that would be wild. And you'd ha- and and obviously not every season ticket holder would get to go, so you'd get probably get to go to like half the games. So would you rather? No, you'd probably. No, what I would think. Okay, let's see. If you were gonna. Well, you eight. get to go to a third of the games, right? Yeah, well, third. There's eight. There's eight. Game, <laughs> two, four, six, eight. No, I don't know. I think I think they would do it. I think you'd do it where you go to two games, and so every. You know, if if I sit in, in seat one in my row, uh, for week one, then the person next to me gets to go to week two. The person next to them gets to go to week three. If that if that's how it the plays out, next the to that black goes to week four, and then it starts over again, and everybody in the row, all the way across the dome, you know, you just keep moving. Uh, so I think I, I think that's how you would do it. Yeah. So the would you rather ticket would, market would be insane? What? Uh, yeah, yeah, that well, would be wild. I, I, so okay, so to answer Ralph's question, I would totally do that. I'd be in for that. Um, I would probably consider selling my ticket because it'd probably be worth like five thousand dollars. I mean, and... can you imagine how much someone would pay to watch Breeze Brady Week One if there was only twenty people, twenty thousand people allowed in? Yeah, totally. Uh, now wait a minute, my plan doesn't work because what if you have two tickets? Well, that's what I'm you saying. Probably, you probably only get one of them. And how do you? Well, how, okay, what if you no, have two I... tickets? How do you break up the four tickets? That's what I'm saying. If you have two tickets, you're bringing a family member, so you could probably sit next to them, right? I don't know. I'll tell you this, though. I guarantee you, uh, if I signed up for this and I only got to go to like two games a season, fucking guarantee you Christmas Day would be one of my fucking games. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I would hope that by Christmas, the Saints could have a full stadium. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I really don't. I mean, I'm so ex- I'd be so excited to do anything that I'd want to go to the game, but like the dome with 20,000 people in it will feel like a 1980s Tulane game. It, and it's just not going to be the same. And yeah, you'd be excited 1980s, because 1980s, you mean like 1999 or 2000? Well, when did this when did Tulane stop playing in the dome? How long they had the new stadium? It wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. Like okay, so you're fair enough, but that but that's how it'll what, be. Like stop playing in the dome. Yeah, like like, like ten tw- years, less than ten years ago. Two thousand fifteen. Yeah, they built twenty five thousand people in the dome spread out will be 
just That's more than what Tulane was drawing. Probably. Yeah. But at least oh, Tulane, probably. you, but Tulane would have like fifteen thousand, but they'd all be congregated in like one little section. You know, this is going to be twenty-five thousand people, but it's going to be like spread there. out everywhere. It sounds nice, actually. It sounds fucking <laughs> lovely. Like you don't have to like, you know, if you want to go to the bathroom, you just go to the bathroom. There's no fucking long line. You want to get a beer? There's no long line for beer. It's, it sounds fucking. Enjoyable. I almost wish they could play elsewhere. Like if you're gonna have that view. I would prefer to pack it in like the Charger Stadium. That defeats the fucking purpose. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's just a bummer that, like, it's a bummer. It is. A it Saints was... game at Yulman Stadium would be insane. That would be fucking <laughs> sick. It would yeah. be so sick. I, I would wonder... love to have my tickets that I have for Tulane because those are the best fucking seats in the house. <laughs> They'll temperature check. They'll temperature check us all going in. I guess. I'll do. They can. They can stick their finger up my ass if I have to get into a, that kind of game. That's fine. Dave, you realize when only seven people go to a game, you can sit anywhere you want, right? <laughs> no, I'm talking about if they had a big a Saints game and they let packed it out. Yeah. Here's a here's a fun question for the chat room. Let's <laughs> hypothetically say that the Saints, Bucks, they let people in but they're only going to let in 20,000 people. How much are you willing to pay to see Brady Breeze? I feel like you should have a belligerent quotient where if you're just kind of like a passive fan, like you, you should have to pass a test to have the right to pay to go see Breeze Brady. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm serious. Like if you're just going to go there and give, give a little golf clap and – you're just going because you want to be seen, or it seems like something fun to do. No, like you. Yeah, like have if to you die hard. If you, you go to, to Saints, you have to prove that you're going to be loud somehow. If when you, you go, to go Geek, it's like when you try to join a private Facebook group and the admins have that automatic quiz that comes up and you have to answer the questions. It should be like that. No, but it should be CG. worse because, like, if you if you go to Tampa Saints and they only allow twenty thousand people in, and you go there and you're wearing a Mahomes jersey. I think Mad Max Thunderdome rules apply, and you should be your ass should be beaten. Like here's here's what I think the <laughs> test should be: you should be strapped to a blood pressure gauge, and the words you should wear headphones, and in your headphones, the words Brandon Browner should be whispered to you, <laughs> and then they should see if there's a spike in your blood pressure or not. If it doesn't if it doesn't spike, you get the fuck out. Is that? Yeah, you're not you're not allowed to go to the game. Yeah. <laughs> Your blood I mean, pressure has to spike for you to be eligible for consideration. Yeah. Like it's just it's going to be it's going to be wild. And I'm going to say this, I think the NFL is going to I'll be stunned if we see any preseason games. I think the NFL is going to be like the travel and whatever for preseason games is not worth the risk. We're not yeah. doing them. You're practicing for four weeks, and then you figure it out. You play week one. Well, here, here's another thing, and Gibson is uh, Gibson Jones in the chat room is touching on this. If there's only going to be twenty thousand fans in in the stadium, and that's that's the atmosphere you're signing up for. I mean, that feels pretty lame to have twenty thousand people in a dome. Would you Would you rather watch it on TV? Then go with twenty thousand fans. Well, that I'd was kind of go. my question. That was what I was trying to get to with when I said, "Would you rather uh, with that atmosphere? Would you just rather 
just them not have fans at all and you get your full ticket refund and then you don't have to make these decisions oh do I pay out the nose because I want to go to a playoff game but they're only allowing 20,000 people in do I want to pay out the nose to see Brady or whatever just no fans everybody gets a total refund and empty stadiums in 2020 like I, I would go I would go I, one I think it would be a unique experience and I think it would be you know totally unique to especially for me having been to every home game ever um it would be you know definitely another check off the bucket list but i know it's this might sound weird but even though there would maybe only be 20,000 people in the in the stadium this doesn't make sense but i feel like in a way it would actually be more intimate um, even though there's less people and, and, and maybe the atmosphere isn't as cr- I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool. It would be, um, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. If know. you're in the bottom two levels, if you're up in the terrace and it's empty, well, you might as well be watching on the TV. And I've been to saints I games. Know. I went to the saints games in the eighties, man, where you could fire a fucking cannon off in the dome and not kill any, hit anybody. Um, what about if you, uh, or do you think you'd have to wear a mask? Uh, possibly, I think that's definitely possible. It'd be difficult think. to drink dome foam or eat a dome dog with a yeah. mask on. Would you get a? Would you get the uh, the Saints sponsored mask when they like when you walk in they hand you one? Like yeah, instead high, of a from, towel. That's right. Now you're gonna get now you're gonna get face masks. Like you're gonna high burn your bank mask. <laughs> I burn your bank. Do you, do you think? Like, do you think that uh, mutes your uh, your ability to be loud? I think so. Hmm. God, these are important questions, Andrew. Yeah, these are good these questions. Are. These, these are, these are, these are the, these are the reasons why we have this podcast and people listen. Oh, by the way, do you need a clear mask? Uh, make sure you're not hiding anything. <laughs> like a purse from a woman. Bring any? Yeah, maybe you need to have a. They're gonna have a. There's gonna be a clear mask policy. <laughs> you, you, you stole uh, Fredo's uh, joke in the chat. I don't know if you thought or not. <laughs> but, great minds think alike. By the way. Um, Guys, check out the Bird Calls, uh, the podcast, the Pelicans. It's awesome. They're discussing all things Pelicans. They're great friends of ours. I'm, we're gonna do like a we're gonna do some kind of team up podcast uh, in the summer. It's gonna be fantastic. Uh, and you know, whenever we do Pelicans, Andrew says I'm obligated to pe- play this. The Pelicans Zion Jews, they got Zion. They got Zion. But go to the bird calls. They have a a piece by Ollie that the NBA season is starting to really get in peril about being completed. And they have an awesome bird, uh, awesome podcast, the bird call. Uh, Find it wherever you get your podcast. Just search bird calls, subscribe, rate it. They're awesome. Um, so yeah, we, uh, I will say, so, I mean, who knows what things are going to look like, but, uh, I'll plant the seed now, uh, with the saints playing at home on December the 20th. And then again on the 25th for Christmas, uh, somewhere around there, assuming we can do it, uh, we will hold a live podcast like we did last year around the holidays. Uh, don't have a date yet or anything. So we'll have to figure that out as we get closer. But if you're in new Orleans or, or, just visiting for the holidays, um, 
Port Orleans is likely a place that we would want to do it. So, um, you know, make we'll your plans. We'll let you know. We had gotten the wheels very much in motion with that, and Andrew, of course, has connections in New Orleans, and we had really started to talk about it, and we were planning it in the preseason and that sort of thing, but now with the pandemic, we're just going to bump it all the way back, but if it's possible to do, we're going to do it. It's just, is it possible, is it going to be possible with social distancing to have an event and have 50, you know, last time we had over 100 total people in there. So is it possible? That live show was awesome, by the way. I just want to – it was awesome. It was. I loved it. It was cool meeting you guys. It was – not you guys. I've met you before. I'm talking you about guys. Our, list, our listeners. But uh, the Bird Rights guys were awesome, and we did a joint show with them, and hopefully we'll get to do that again. Yeah. So before we get out of here, very – Unofficial, but give me a prediction on the Saints' 2020 record uh, now that you've seen the schedule. And when you make your prediction, you can factor in crowds, no crowds, whole season, whatever, into that. But, Dave, give me your very, very early prediction for the 2020 Saints. Hmm. I'm going to say – I'm going to say they don't play a full season. I'm going to say a uh, 12-game season. Saints go 9-3. Uh, nine and, three. Nine and, and if three. I get that, And if I get that right, you all owe me like $1,000. <laughs> That's like a crazy specific prediction. We'll pay even more for Sean Payton to give you a lap dance or something. You got to buy double breadsticks at Olive Garden. <laughs> Andrew, give me your prediction. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, who knows about the COVID stuff, so I'll just predict a full season. Um, I think it'll be tough, especially if the Saints have to play in the Dome. I'm, I can't imagine, I can't picture a scenario where crowd noise is, not having crowd noise is, doesn't matter. Like, if, if we were to believe that the fan impact play really means something and playing in the Superdome is a huge advantage than not having fans for any length of time is a hit for the saints. So, you know, I don't think they'll go back. I mean, they're just too talented to go backwards too much. I mean, unless there's shenanigans, we're not considering, but I'll say 11 and five. And I do think the same, I think the division will be tougher, um, more competitive. I could see, Tampa going nine and seven. I could see Carolina going eight and eight. Um, but uh, and Atlanta might surprise us. But I'll say the Saints win the division at eleven and five. The Saints are going to go six and one and win the Super Bowl. And for all time, from now until the meteor hits the earth, Saints fans will fight everyone on Twitter who says the title is illegitimate and we will be, we don't give a fuck that they only had seven games plus playoffs. We got the Lombardi trophy. It counts. Take it from our cold dead hands. That's what's going to happen. And that will be the way Drew Brees gets a send off. He'll get a second title, but everyone except Saints fans will call it illegitimate and we will fight them until the end of time. That's my prediction. Saints go seven and one. Uh, I love it. Yeah, can I sign up for that now? <laughs> you 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 would sign up for the eight game oh, yeah. season. 
If you offered me a Lombardi trophy and it was completely bastardized and every fan held that over us forever, I would take it. <laughs> that's my that's my prediction because that's just the way Drew Brees' career sort of goes. He never gets full credit for anything. Um, so that would All be right, Fredo, Fredo wants us to uh, pick which team finishes last in the NFC South. Panthers. I was also going to say that. Falcons, baby. The Falcons are going to come apart at the seams and go 4-12. and 12. Just write it in ink right now. Hold me to it if they're good. Falcons, 4-12. and 12. Dan Quinn doesn't make it to Halloween. How about that? So, if you like this podcast, we know a lot of you are new listeners because our numbers for April were through the roof. They're continuing in May to be through the roof. So there's a lot of new listeners we know. You should consider signing up and becoming a seven or ten dollar patron where ten dollars you get access to every podcast we do every day, plus all of Andrew's grades and draft write ups and free agent acquisitions. And you get a koozie, you get a magnet, you get a sticker, and you get the crew to taste some cup, which the FDA just said today, anything you drink out of it tastes better. That's just facts. So, guys, thanks to everybody in the live stream for joining us tonight for the Saints schedule release. Uh, It's been fun. Uh, We'll see you too. We will see you Sunday night. Until then, the bar is closed.